Hello, welcome to the Power Narrative, Chapter 4, How to Take an L. I am your host, B. Green, and before we get into this chapter, there are two things. One, if you enjoy your time here in the power plant, please like and subscribe to the channel. And two, the disclaimer. The following may not be what you want to hear, therefore you may not feel motivated because it does not fall in line with the typical motivational message. But I would rather tell you the truth than to have you hype on emotion with no substance. <sighs> I said it, and now we can begin. There are a bazillion motivational speakers out there right now who are telling you exactly how it is that you can win. I'm not saying that this is false information, but I'm gonna level with you. You're not always gonna win. Life is gonna hand you some L's. <laughs> 2020 handing out L's like Cool J, a double portion. Look at all the people who had plans for 2020. Color-coded maps with the exact way that they were going to win this year based off 2019. One of the truest lyrics in all the kingdom of hip-hop is you can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I come here today to tell you the truth. I do not always win. I have taken my fair share of L's and I implore you to learn to take yours. If you stick around to the end, I will have shared the reasons why I'm actually grateful for mine and how beneficial the L's are to your life. The process of loss is not pleasant, but it's necessary. If you put them in proper perspective, you will avoid the detrimental effects of what they can bring. Follow me, I'm about to drop some PowerPoint principles. Number one, if there is an effective way to win, then there must be an effective way to navigate yourself when winning is not possible. Two, loss does not have to mean defeat, just as winning doesn't guarantee success. Three, loss can have meaning if you learn from it and purpose if you apply that knowledge. Transition your loss into a lesson and live that lesson in your life. It's one thing to know something and quite another to apply what it is that you've learned. Understanding these principles depends on who's at the driver's seat in your life. Is your chauffeur your ego or are you purpose driven? Sometimes we even change drivers, but there's an easy way to tell who's at the wheel. Ego is only about the win. It will keep you stationary in your known areas of talent. But that also means that it is unwilling to see where that talent will take you, preventing you from starting something unless you have a pretty good idea that you'll win. Purpose will have you in a state of growth, branching out because it's a necessary part of development. So if I don't get the desired effect, I can learn and improve, discover another area that I previously did not know. Ego will keep you comfortable for fear of looking stupid. Purpose 
will have you asking questions so that you can understand. There are seasons in life and misunderstanding those seasons can lead you feeling like your life is cursed when in fact it's blessed. Certain seasons dictate certain actions and preparation. Misunderstanding seasons is like showing up for the wrong event in a track meet, trying to sprint in a marathon, or running a cross country pace in a 50 yard dash. If you don't understand the principle of seed, time, and harvest, you can think that you're receiving an L when in fact, it's not the case at all. If you plant a seed today, don't wake up tomorrow expecting a fruit bearing tree. Sometimes life hands us L's because we're not yet ready for the level of commitment or the level of success that we desire because we're not committed to the process of preparation. Some people say, I'm ready to get married without doing the internal work that will sustain a healthy marriage. Ego is the enemy of patience and will have you withholding planting a seed if you're not 100% sure that you'll reap the rewards of the shade or the fruit that that tree will one day provide. Ego is ashamed of loss, but purpose will keep you on track in spite of loss. The reality is there are people who have had head starts. There are people who have had late starts. There are people who refuse to start because they believe more in the odds that are stacked against them. There are those who are able to just run a straight race when there are others who have to overcome immense hurdles. It's those people who don't seem to place but have the courage to finish the race that have a deeper meaning to their finish. That's because they don't quit. Quitting is true defeat. When you move in purpose, in spite of loss, victory may come later, but the impact of your victory is immense. It's the difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is governed by what happens, whereas joy is the continued celebration of the complete arc of the story. It's being able to celebrate in the valleys, the mountaintops, and everywhere in between. Well, well, well. <laughs> There's a story in the scriptures of Abraham's son, Isaac. After his father's death, Abraham's enemies, due to the jealousy of his prosperity, attempted to erase Abraham's journey by finding the wells that he had dug for the ability of watering his flock filling them with dirt and covering them as though they never existed. Well, the joke ended up being on them because later a great famine came in the land. At that time, Isaac was dwelling in a land where his father's enemy made him leave. In his journey, he came upon one of the places his father had been and he had found one of those wells. So he put in the work, him and his people, to uncover the well and dig and dig and dig in hopes of finding water in a time of famine, which they did. <laughs> but as soon as the people in that land found out about it, <laughs> they swooped in, 
claimed it as their own and forced Isaac and his people to leave. That's an L. So they continued on their journey. They came upon another area that his father had been and found one of those wells. So what did he do? Yet again, they put in all the work, uncovering and undigging, looking for water in which they succeeded. And yet again, when the people of that land found out, they again swooped in, claimed it as their own and forced Isaac and his people to leave. Now, it's at this point where Isaac could have become bitter. He could have been like, you know what? I quit. But instead, he continued on in his journey. I mean, he could have stayed and tried to fight, but he left. He went and yet again, he found another place that his father had been. It's at this point that he could have refused to put in the work. But one last time, they uncovered the well, dug, 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 found water. But this time, no one swooped in. And he was able to water his flock and have the ability to have water in a time of famine in peace for the moment. The opposition forced him to keep going and placed him in the area that he needed to be in order to prosper. This reminds me of relationships where people will allow you to put in all the work and then when they see that there's a reward involved, they want to swoop in, claim it as their own, and want you to leave. Now, this is where ego can become involved and that's when people become in embittered fights over things, unable to let go because it is now about winning at all costs, when in fact, these are blessings in disguise, causing you to move where it is that you need to be in order to reach that next level. Take that L, be willing to rebuild, but do your due diligence. Take what's yours, commit to personal growth. Be willing to put in the same effort to build on a solid foundation than you did on the previous one. You know, where you saw the red flags, but you ignored them, even though they didn't come up to code, yet you built anyways? Yeah, that one. Some loss is freeing because it's actually not loss at all once you see the benefit of what comes next. My difficulty with understanding or appreciating loss is directly proportional to my grasp on the reality of the situation. There are times when you want to believe that something's a specific way. Then you find out that it's not. If you hold on to your preconceived notion of what that is, then that's when the loss is more difficult, can even be devastating. A month ago when I had planned the subject matter of this next chapter, I had no idea that I'd be sharing this particular story. And as much as I would love to not have the occasion to tell it, it's too important to miss. 
there was a young actor who got his start on a soap opera. He was making more money than he had ever made before. And he had filmed a couple of episodes, but the problem was his conscience was wrestling with him because he felt like he was portraying young black men in a negative stereotypical way. He won the role and if he didn't do it, then somebody else would, right? Hmm. Well, he had the opportunity to speak to the executives and he voiced his concerns and, and just threw in a couple of suggestions on how to make the situation a little more hopeful, a little more positive. And they fired him the next day. He struggled with that because in doing so, he gained the reputation of being difficult to work with within that community. He began to doubt if he had made the right decision because this was a tough L to take. Several doors were closed, but this became a hallway that led him to his destiny. He took a stand, being selective in playing positive roles, and he was rewarded. He played the likes of Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, the king of Wakanda, T'Challa. We recently lost our dear brother Chadwick Boseman, finding out that he was much more a hero off screen than he was on screen. He received a huge L in 2016 with his prognosis. He could have crumbled. He could have allowed the rest of his life to be solely about the effects of a terminal disease. He took his loss, turned it into a lesson, applied that lesson to his life. He understood the reality of the situation. He pressed forward and left his mark on this world. The reality of the situation is none of us know how much time we have. We have to press forward and see the benefit in the time that we have, regardless of the L's that life gives us. My old pastor said, get busy living or get busy dying. Thank you to those heroes and sheroes who show us how to navigate loss and persevere in spite of. So the challenge question is, what are you gonna do with the L's that you've been given? Thank you for your time. Be green reminding you that your story is being written every day. Take the pen.